Welcome to episode three of the Women of the Expanse podcast. I'm sure many people consider episode five, called Down and Out, to be a filler ep. I'm not a fan of that term, but I do think this was a transitional episode, in that it lets us know where a lot of the characters are literally, as well as emotionally and mentally. Sometimes episodes like this are necessary to set up big events later on in the season. Now let's talk about what the women of the Expanse got up to in Season 5, Episode 5, Down and Out. Kamina Drummer In Drummer's scenes with her family slash crew, we see them watch the feed of Marco's speech slash admission of genocide, plus the news that Fred Johnson is dead. We also get an idea of how factions of the OPA that are not aligned with the Free Navy expect to be treated by the inner planets. Joseph says, every inner ship and station will be on high, high alert. They will restrict traffic. Business just got harder. Oksana adds, all belters will have to answer for Marco's deeds now. Drummer is feeling even more guilt now that the asteroid attacks have happened. Oksana tells her that if Marco hadn't done this, someone else would have. But Kamina can't hear what her wife is telling her. Or if she does hear it, she can take no comfort from it. I'm the one who had him in an airlock and let him go. I like that she spares a thought for Naomi and what she might be going through, even through her own mountain of grief and guilt. Wait till she finds out what's happened to her friend. She's soon called in by Marco to talk about the future of her faction and the belt. Kamina decides to accept the meeting. Bobby Draper Bobby decides not to go after the protomolecule sample taken from Tycho Station in favor of following the Barkeef and getting proof of Martian selling tech to Belters. She gets spotted and has to burn hard to get away from them. Her comms are jammed before she can get a message out to Avasarala. Naomi Nagata Naomi gets dressed down by Marco for refusing to eat. She confronts Corral, who hints that her code that was used to destroy the Augustine Gamera is still being used for terrorist attacks. That just adds another ton of guilt to Naomi's shoulders. She and Drummer are going through it, y'all. So much guilt. She tries to stab Marco in a fit of rage, and gets stopped and scolded by her murderous teenage son. Is that irony, or do we need a different word to describe this moment? She confronts Sin for not steering Philip away from Marco's toxic beliefs. But Sin has those same beliefs. They make us thirst for water. They make us gasp for air. The inners will never share the bounty from the new worlds, and we can't go and claim them for ourselves. Naomi figures out that her Gamara code was used to sabotage the Rosinante. She takes Sin's 
hand terminal and sends a message to Holden just in time. Holden would be food for the mushrooms without the women in his life, especially when you consider Naomi here and last episode when Monica Stewart saved his life twice. Clarissa Mao. Clarissa bravely fights through the blockers on her mod that seem to make her weak and drowsy to climb up a ladder to the surface of the UN penitentiary, which is about 10 stories shorter than it used to be, thanks to a nearby asteroid attack. She almost activates her mod to protect Amos from being killed by another body-modified prisoner who doesn't have any sense of right or wrong the way she does. Konachek is every bit the monster that Clarissa thinks she is right now. Sakai Sakai continues to be creepy and annoying to the people of Tycho's station. A guard punches her for it. She sabotaged the Rossi using Naomi's code, which is a new low for her. Remember how buddy-buddy she was with Naomi in the first episode of the season? I really wanted to like Sakai because she brought Bantu knots into the 23rd century. But damn, she makes book Sakai look like a boy scout. She had the nerve to say that she kind of liked Fred Johnson, a.k.a. the man she shot in the back several times. Girl, hate me if that's the way you like people. Please. She's sort of interrogated by Holden and Bull for a few minutes until they get a lead in the form of Sakai's flight plan for the Zamea. She tells them that her dream is not to work for Earthers or to be their favorite pet. She wants to live in a free and independent belt. Coral. Coral tips Naomi onto the fact that Marco is still using her Augustine Gamora code to destroy ships and commit terrorist acts, putting more blood on her hands. She also lets Naomi and the audience know that Marco told his crewmates a remixed story about what Naomi did to him and why she left. That's it for episode three of the Women of the Expanse podcast. If you'd like to comment, you can contact Black Girl Squee on Twitter or email blackgirlsquee at gmail.com and put Women of the Expanse in the subject line. You can also find this and all episodes on blackgirlsquee.simplecast.com. Thanks for listening.